0: Welcome to Built to Scale E-Commerce Show with Darius and Justin. Your backstage pass to the eight and nine figure e-commerce world. Hello everyone. So today we are talking about a very interesting topic, which is not necessarily about marketing, but it is, I think, way more important area of your business than anything else. So today's topic is $0 investment that will create your e-commerce more profits. So generally, what's the area? Can you guess? Any guesses? So generally, it is finances. So what will create more profits is actually monitoring your financials. So why monitoring your financials is extremely important because you cannot make proper decisions if you don't know your numbers. It's not only in the marketing, but in your business, financials, monitoring the numbers and income, like the revenue, your costs, your profits at the end of the day, taxes and so on, is the most important thing that you should do and you should learn about. So... Today we'll talk about, I'll give you like a few overviews, what we do, my recommendation of the book, recommendation, how we do it and what you should focus on. So let's start with the book. I highly recommend a reading for every entrepreneur, Profit First book. It's, I think, by Mike Michalowicz or something like that. don't remember the exact author's name, I think. But Profit First, definitely you'll find it's in Amazon or like on Google it. And you'll definitely find it. Extremely good book. Gives you a proper perspective of how the financials should be tracked and monitored and so on. So they give you some rules, uh, actionable steps, and they talk about a huge problem that accountants and entrepreneurs face. They usually are talking about different things and usually they are not on the same page. So the money which you see in your bank account can be way less than what accountant is saying that you actually made as a profit. There are like several reasons why it happens, but yeah, read a book and you'll know way better. But now coming back to what we do and why we do. So generally, let's talk more about the e-commerce businesses and I'll just really cover about maybe how we manage our own financials. Or maybe we'll push it to the next recording. Anyway, so a few things. So... What I often see as a big problem, a lot of entrepreneurs, e-commerce owners usually try their own financials, however they understand. They usually have accountant, like who is responsible for bookkeeping, but uh Pretty much just for taxes reasons and so on. Other than that, you just look into your bank account, look at the shop level and so on, and that's it. They do like a PL, like profit and loss calculations at the end of the month, but come on, you did the PL at your end of the month. What else you can do? Maybe you lost hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're already late. You want to know those things on a regular basis. If not on daily, but at least like on weekly basis. So there are like a few ways how we approach it. So once the client comes in, we usually do like a trial and so on. We do some calculations. We are very interested in the financials like profit margin, the shipping costs, any other variable fees, payment processors, and so on. What are the fixed fees and so on? We are interested in that just because how we operate with clients. We know the KPIs and the goals that we focus on. And pretty much then client shouldn't bother too much. What we do and how we do. We know the goals that we want to reach in general. So we get all the data. So pretty much all variable fees and all the fixed fees that they pay. And we have like an Excel sheet where we put everything. What's your average order value? What are the refunds, discounts? What is the net profit? Then you add taxes, and then you have like a total sales, which you usually see it's a combination of different things, actually. And it would be good that you would understand. What's total sale? What's gross sale? What's net and how it actually combines? So pretty much we have the whole calculation. Then we add all the variable fees, which can be payment processors. I don't know, fulfillment, any other things that by default comes in with every sale that you do. And then we add all the fixed fees. Once we know all these things, we have very nice formulas. We are building like it's kind of a theoretical model that we use. But generally, what we do once we have all the variable and fixed fees as kind of I'm just imagining in front of me this. So on the left side, we have all these calculations. And on the right side, actually, we would see the whole big Excel sheet, which On the top level, you would have your ad spend and it's like in every column you have a different ad spend. You can change it, whatever. And on the kind of left side as a vertical axis, you would see a shop ROAS. So pretty much we don't track that much each individual, but we are looking what's the end number you will get as operational profit. Pretty much. So... All variable fees and fixed fees taken into account, and then we see at what level. Let's say if you spend ten thousand, if you spend fifty thousand, two hundred, three hundred, or whatever, and what's the shop ROAS that you're getting on your store? pretty much then you will see pretty accurate operational profits. This helps us for us to have a good perspective on operational profits. And what we have seen why we developed this type of calculation is that usually when the clients come in, they usually have a certain mindset of what troas they need to get and they cannot go lower. And they never take into account that the more you spend, you pretty much cover all your fixed fees. You have, of course, variable fees, but what it's left, that's your operational profit. So pretty much once you grow, your fixed fees aren't growing proportionally at the same rate. So if you were a 100K business, and if you go to like 200 or like 300K a month, Your fixed fees wouldn't grow. Maybe they'll grow like 20, 30% or something, but they won't double. So at the end of the day, you cover your fixed fees, but what's left, pretty much your operational profit. And that's why you can get actually lower ROAS. That's okay. And you will still be making way more money And that's after all the fees, let's say for us, for others and so on, pretty much you are able to understand at the higher spend, at the lower ROAS, you're still making way more money and as your profits and you're covering all the fees that you have to cover. So, this is one of the theoretical models that we use. Another model that we use to track it on daily and weekly basis. If you're in Shopify, there's like a few apps that could be used order metrics, lifetime. I think maybe there's something else, but pretty much when we start looking into shop level, let's take as an example, lifetime. We go to lifetime dashboard and it connects with different platforms, let's say Facebook. AdWords, I think emails as well. And as well, it will connect. You will add up all the variable fees. What are the product costs? What are the shipping, the fulfillment costs of each individual product? So pretty much it's pretty accurate, to be honest. I was checking with the clients and so on. They said it pretty much shows exactly what they have in their bank account. So any custom fees and costs that you have, you will put it manually. But pretty much then we actually can monitor clients' profitability even on a daily basis. And this is what we do. And this is very helpful when you're spending huge amounts of money, especially in this year, you're spending $10,000, $20,000. Or with some clients, we're spending $100,000 a day. So you're very interested in what you're making at the end of the day. So this is what we use practically on a daily basis. And the last thing, what we use for planning So you understand that when you're using like several different channels, the last dashboard kind of calculation that we do is that we try to understand how each channel contributes to the final ROAS and profitability on the shop level. So pretty much what we do, let's see if we just take into consideration Facebook, AdWords, emails, for instance, and there's like direct, organic or something that's not reported. So we already have three channels that we're using. So pretty much maybe on Facebook, you're spending $50,000 on AdWords. Let's say you spend $20,000 on emails to generate X amount of money. On these different channels, ROAS can be different. So what's the end profitability on your shop level? So by adding those numbers into the calculation, you start growth hacking and thinking in a different perspective. You start thinking a little bit from what you want to achieve and then start playing with the numbers. Then you will understand how you will achieve it. So let's say you want to achieve 300K a month. So on Facebook, you would spend, I don't know, let's say 100K, your ROAS would be two. On AdWords, you would spend, I don't know, 20K or ROAS would be, let's say, four. And what's then the actual ROAS on a shop level? And once you add X amount of money from email flows or like campaigns, then you'll see how is it changing. And since you usually know what the ROAS you're looking for, then you will kind of know what's the profitability you are getting. So the combination of the first model that we've been using, adding all the fixed fees and variable fees and was spitting out our operational profit, it kind of works together with this last one thing where we actually as well theoretically plan, firstly, the financials and how each channel is contributing to the final profitability of the business and how change in, if email campaigns, we would push 10 email campaigns and each one would generate 2K or so, so we'll get, you know, extra 20K from emails. If we will generate that in the back end, maybe we can push more on a front end on Facebook and get lower ROAS on Facebook, but still the shop ROAS will be pretty good. Yep, so I would say it's pretty sophisticated from what I've seen and usually clients are pretty interested in that just because they never thought it in that way. I would say. So this is how we use and monitor our clients' financials. So generally, as I said, recommendation profit first. We do theoretical planning. We do actually practical planning on the shop level and do another theoretical planning, how each channel works together. And then we understand which channel we need to push further and what will be pretty much our end profitability on the shop level? I hope it wasn't too difficult to listen, but I think definitely with understanding this and monitoring and planning, at least theoretically, you will, we see clients break through with change, you know, their mindset of financials and how the ROAS works and so on changes quite a lot. So clients benefited from that quite a bit. And yeah, and I definitely think it's extremely important. So I hope. You found it helpful in case you're interested or whatever, just let us know because as he said, it's extremely important. All right, so have a great day. Enjoying this podcast, consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.